Alright. Okay. Check it out. Alright, so it's episode 51. Um man, I'm next week's a year. A year. A year. About to ruin his whole career. Uh man, it feels good. Uh, I wanna tell y'all thank you, thank you, thank you. Um for checking out last week's episode, The Fucking Wall. Um, man, once again, it's your boy, The Great Slashby. I'm your host. All right. Uh, we got a little bit to talk about. Um, and a lot of bit to talk about. Well, let's, let's just hold on a little bit. First off, everybody's Black History Month. Um, so we're going to talk about, obviously, a lot of things that pertain to us as a people. But don't be surprised. I'll be dropping a little bit of edumacation on y'all uh, on the end of each episode don't worry i'm still giving give y'all the the hilarity um so first off let's start with something that's clarity hilarity uh man these drake and nikki photos and wayne photos it's just popping up just everything's cool everything's cool without you meek that meek phase was nice and over she's back at it uh not worried you know, them Drake and J-Lo pictures stopped. The Drake and Nicki ones picked right up as soon as y'all split. Yo, I mean, man, Drake's so good at this petty boy. He's so good. But here's the thing. Um, Meek's got to realize that only thing that we need from Meek is, is either go away or drop a hit. Not a questionable. It's got to be a street anthem. It's got to run through the through through. Through middle America's gotta run through the suburbs. This joint gotta be a hit and you'll be straight. Um, you know, obviously, you'll be more than good. Uh, what else happened uh, this week? The new edition biopic. Um, uh, man, so I watched like 80% of it and it was good. Yo, know, like you can't. I don't know, yo. This new BT is like I don't know if I could trust BT. Yo, BT is such an abusive relationship. Like, if you really think about it. We went a long time not trusting BT. Once they got rid of Uncut, we really stopped trusting BT. Because, first off, Uncut was for a specific viewer who was up late night, um, you know what I'm saying, trying to watch some wildness. That wasn't really that wild in the grand scheme of things, but it was wild for regular day programming. It was for people who only watch R-rated movies. That's what Uncut was for. If you only watch r and and crazier that's what uncut was for and there are people like that they shouldn't be uh you know exiled uh cut off from uh, the rest of civilization Duh. okay so that's the first thing but but bt took a step back they didn't pull a lifetime from that lifetime when they had flex alexander as michael jackson that was the l they went and got people who actually could sing and real talk i feel as if this is BET's ploy to drop a group. I don't know if all of them can sing, but they could put a they could pull a boys to man. Only three of the people really sing. One dude just comes in and either raps or, you know, says deep stuff or he does all the intros. I think they could pull this off. This could be, uh, you know, the better edition. And they capitalize BET. You know what I'm saying? See BET. I just gave y'all an idea, man. What's my check? I'm gonna make sure. Uh, oh, this cannot be used or rebroadcasted without the written consent of uh. <laughs> the great slash um but <laughs> i gotta make sure i protect myself against uh bet uh but yeah like it was it was really really good the the thing that i really learned is that nobody reads that's what i learned about the new edition nobody reads like 
people just handed them whole contracts and i get it like financial literacy like they was in the hood and they trying to come up yo 500 in a scooter is money you know especially back in the i think 80s or whatever um no okay 500 probably covered their rent for like two months three months right and that scooter was probably, he'd never touched it probably like two weeks after he had it. Because number one, people was going to jack him in the hood out there in Roxbury. He was going to get jacked. And number two, uh, it's a passing phase. Kids get scooters all the time. They ride them for a little bit and they put it aside. Like, that's just what kids do. So people weren't really reading contracts. And like to think that they got gypped for 500 of scooters, absolutely crazy. The labels made millions off of them. Um, and then... You know, drugs, women, like every group should come with like a, a chaplain. You know, someone who they've already degulated, degulated, regulated, regulated, degulated. They already regulated to um to to make sure everything stays on the straight and narrow from for the spirit. Because that new edition, new edition spirit was under attack throughout this um throughout the, the biopic um ah did they get <laughs> young bobby brown was ugly boy young bobby brown was ugly and didn't know any barbers uh his whoo young bobby brown never met a barber and maybe that's why he took the slanted um hot top <laughs> maybe he thought like this is just what barbers should just do they're so rare i'm gonna just let barbers do whatever like by the time bobby man boy bobby hairline um but Bobby's hairline was also under Bobby's hairline was under attack. Okay. Um, but what else did I learn from this uh, biopic? This um, new edition biopic, man, yo, just it, it. It seems as if we never gave Ralph Tresvent uh, all the credit he deserved, and people don't talk about Ralph. He's kind of like. Uh, you know, Raphael Sadiq gets a lot of praise, but he probably doesn't get the praise. Yo, Ralph could really sing. And I had to go back and listen to some uh, new editions of Ralph Tresman. Yo, Ralph was out here killing the game. And I never knew. Like, I just, you know, thought Bobby had all the swag. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I said um, Bivens. I thought he was just going to be like, he was like the precursor to Jermaine Dupree. He went and discovered a bunch of other kid acts, uh, um, the Biv 10 All-Stars. Uh, nobody remembers that, but they had um, DJ Jesse Just, who is now like a serious uh, DJ or whatever. But back then, he was like a kid DJ, and I don't think he was really scratching. I think it was all programmed, but I mean, hey, I can't talk bad. All the DJs are programmed now, so like, you know, what can I, you know. He was actually ahead of his time. Uh, that's what I should say. But that's really all I knew about New Edition. The other dudes I didn't really care for. I didn't really care to learn. I knew they had good songs. I just didn't know they were getting dealt like this. And I didn't know Ralph Tre uh, Tresvent was nice like this, man. So, shout-outs to BET for putting together a really good um, a series uh, uh, biopic. All right. So, oh, and another while we on the BET, and, you know... I'm not a Gabrielle Union fan, but I do try to, like, you know, uh, 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 see what other people see in Gabrielle Union. So I caught myself. So I'm watching uh, uh, Being Mary Jane, and it's better. I still don't like Mary Jane, like, because maybe I just don't like Gabrielle Union, and maybe I just don't like the character, or maybe I ain't watched enough of the show, or 
whatever. Maybe I'm not diehard. Say what you will. But they did. A, they're doing a better job. They're doing a better job. And we need to commend BET for this. They put on that special for the Obamas. They're trying. I think they're trying. Somebody's trying. Stephen Hill, Deborah, whatever her name is. Somebody's trying. Yeah, I know it's not black owned anymore. And yeah, I know there's still a long way to go. But they're trying. They're trying. So I'm going to let them know. And we should all watch the quad or whatever. And the, that other show that they have that's about black college life. We all should watch that too. You know, I just, I just, uh, I just got to give BT some, uh, some, some respect where it's due. Speaking about somebody who lost a lot of respect, Derek Fisher. So Derek Fisher went from like all around great point guard, efficient guy to have on your squad to like Mr. Steel teammates girl, which is obviously you can't do that. Um, Let's make a long story short. Derek Fisher was teammates with Matt Barnes at one point, and now he's messing with Matt, Matt Barnes' ex-wife uh, and the mother of his children. Uh, Matt Barnes has whooped his ass because he was at the crib and nobody's supposed to be there on some Deborah Cox shit. Um, and Derek Fisher recently said he just got his house broken into um, and all five of his NBA championship rings were stolen. Okay, now listen. A lot of bad luck has fallen on Derek Fisher. The child support case, I think he's giving his wife, like, something crazy. Like, it's something so stupid. It's wild. It's like $211,000 a month or something wild. And, um, obviously getting hands put on you by Matt Barnes. That ain't fun. Uh, and now getting robbed. And Matt Barnes is making jokes on Instagram and stuff. I hope Matt Barnes ain't sent goons to come get the rings or whatever. But I will say this though, Matt Barnes making shit real interesting. Matt Barnes is like is like the uh uh it's like a mix of Drake and Chris Brown pettiness. He'll do the shit and he'll make memes to like make fun of you. It, it's hilarious. It's great. Um, you never have to question it if it's gonna be uh entertaining. Once it says Matt Barnes, just cue the entertainment. That's all you gotta do. Just cue the entertainment. Uh, speaking about some people who are not entertained. So uh, LeBron. LeBron is not entertained. Uh, Charles Barkley basically was like, yo, stop bitching LeBron. Like everything you want, they give it to you over at Cleveland. And now you want another playmaker and you complaining, you bitching. Like stop complaining. You know what it is. Like you, could, you couldn't have survived the 90s era. Like we weren't teaming up. LeBron was like, listen, I'm tired of you, Charles Barkley and all your bullshit. Okay. I'm tired. I, listen, I ain't the one with gambling debts out in Vegas. I can't bring myself back to Vegas. I ain't the one who spat on a little girl. I ain't the one who said I'm not a role model. I ain't the one who had never gotten rings. Like he's going in on his life. And, and he's like, you know, I ain't the type of person who's ever been a disappointment to the NBA. Like I've never, I've been nothing but a great representative of the NBA. I've been nothing but a stellar person. St and like, I'm not going to play your games no more. I'm not going to be, you know, uh, 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 just here to make you look good while you sitting there getting drunk on national television. So yo, let me tell you, LaBrie, both y'all right. See, both of them are right. And both of them are wrong in the same instance as they're both right. Charles Barkley's right. LeBron, got to stop bitching, dog. Like, you got all the pieces. You should have thought harder. And bad luck falls upon all of us. I get it. You a man short, yeah, but you can't be screaming for a playmaker. And I get what you're saying, bro. Like, you need it in order to survive. But you don't got to put that. I don't. 
I mean, I feel like maybe he's been saying it for a long time, but they didn't get it. But you also got to think to yourself, you pushed away Andrew Wiggins, who would be very helpful right now. Um, you shouldn't have got rid of Dunleavy. He'd be very helpful. I mean, Dunleavy. Um, uh, Matthew Dillardadova. He'd be very helpful right now. Um, and and those are two pieces that you really could have used. And you push those dudes away. Yeah, you got some talented pieces, but now they don't fit the situation that you're in. And those pieces would have. So, I mean, life is life. At the same time, Charles Barkley, you can't be mad at LeBron for crying for, for help because you just jumped from team for team looking for help. You feel me? Like, yeah, you were on the Sixers. You went to the Rockets. You went to the Suns. Barkley, you was always trying to get a ring. And if you could have cried out, if there was social media for you to voice your opinion, you would have probably done it because you was a talkative dude. So you can't talk bad about LeBron. Like, you just can't. Like, I don't know. But the bigger part about it is that you're getting drunk on national television, Charles Barkley. And <laughs> we can't let that go down. Yeah, we can't let that be the case. Like, you don't got to be there. You don't got to be there if you got a drinking problem, bro. Get help. Maybe, uh, you know, that'll solve some of those debts that you got. You, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, speaking for, about some other people who don't have to be there, uh, Kanye, Drake, and Bieber are going to skip the Grammys. Uh, all that means is that they're not winning. So that makes, if you're making gam- Grammy bets, those dudes aren't winning in the in the major category. They might win for the shit like best hairstyle in a music video done by a stylist who got one arm. Like you know them joints that they those awards that they, they announced like somewhere during the pre-show when dudes are just getting drunk and standing to see Jason Derulo perform outside. Like they might announce it during that type of shit. But at least during the main awards or for the big awards, they're not winning. So all you people who will be watching the Grammys like myself, hey, there you go. There's a little tip. Um, what else happened this week, man? It's hard to, uh, um, keep all this in my head. And even when I write notes sometimes, you know, I should tell you, I do, I do this. I do this for y'all. I do this for the people. Um, so people have been giving my Almada some flack because they have three members of like a Trump supporter, uh, club now i remember when i was at howard there's only like one dude uh this dude trey i think his name was who was like actually i don't even know if it was was it, wait, was it greg oh, dark-skinned dude skinny anyway um he was like the only re- like republican black republican i ever met like like who was my age and then now we got three of them and people are giving them a lot of flack, and I'm gonna give them a whole lot of flack too. Because <laughs> number one, you're black, and you're in America. You gotta understand, like it's one thing for people and for you to know racism exists. It's another thing for you to see it every day and deal with it every day. It's another thing when. You don't feel as if the police are there to protect you. It's another thing where you don't feel as if you see representation in your local government. But your president can't talk bad about you, bro. Like, it should, that's gotta be law. Like, at least in the States, he can't talk bad about you like this. Because that's just all out wrong. We had some eight years of style and grace flowing through the place, uh, potent through the place. I was just like, hey, see what I did there? Potent, potent levels. Uh, po- uh, 
Well, okay, you got me. Um, we had eight years of it. You can't come and fuck this shit up now. And then, so we can't support that. Just off the strength that we know better. That's why, fuck if you really, you know, back Trump or not. I don't care about that. But the fact that we had this level of grace in the White House, we can't degrade this position, man. That's what you should be mad at. You should be mad at that he's allowing America to see, other countries to see America as a disgrace. And he's playing our lives. That's what you should be mad at. Um, and this chapter shouldn't exist. And Howard should fine them for even getting together and spreading that horrible <laughs> horrible thought around campus shame on y'all um but uh obviously big news um baby news uh sierra's pregnant no <laughs> listen we don't we know we know we don't we just not pressed um pharrell just had triplets which i think is pretty amazing pharrell had triplets y'all you know what I mean? Like, what are the likelihoods that people have triplets, number one? Number two, what's the likelihood that Pharrell was going to have triplets? But then number three, it's like, yo, Pharrell had triplets. You already know them, them babies about to be musical as a mug. Like, I don't think they're going to be beautiful. They're never going to age. It's going to be horrible watching them age because by the time they even look 10, you're going to be dead. So, like, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Um, But Beyonce, that's right, y'all. That's right. Go ahead. Go crazy. All the ladies listening. All the fellas. I know you want to turn it off, but don't. Um, Beyonce is pregnant. The world went crazy. She's pregnant with twins. Um, you know, she did it one time. She's about to show you that she could do it two times. Uh, and a lot of people were so enamored with this. They're going crazy in the streets. The memes... The videos online, people crying at their desk, so happy for Beyonce and Jay-Z. And one thing people aren't really addressing is Lemonade, right? Because Lemonade caught them a pretty major check. And if you think hard enough, post-Lemonade, you didn't see any or hear any drama about Jay-Z and Beyonce. And now two babies are coming, right? And let me tell you the lesson they were trying to show you. See, prior to that, we heard a little bit, prior to Lemonade, we heard a little bit about the turmoil that was going on with them. Lemonade dropped, Jay-Z, you know, he there were hints that he was going to do a comeback or whatever, but they weren't serious. People were just acting hopeful, right? And then they got super quiet on us. Super quiet. The truth is, is that not everything is solved in the light. Not everything is solved in the light. See, a lot of times we turn to social media, to our friends, to the world for justification for some actions going on in our lives, right? We come out there, we rant, we scream, we go out, you yell at the people who love you, you curse them out, you go outside of yourself and you project your anger, your frustration to the, to the world, to the outside, to the light. You project it. But the truth is, is that some things need to be solved in the dark. I know a lot of times you take uh, 
not even a lot of times, you know, uh, real photographers out there who still use dark rooms. They develop those pictures in the dark. They put it in whatever solution, because obviously I've only seen dark rooms on movies, because uh, so, I'm not a professional. They hang it up using a, a clothespin, because that's the only way to hang up photos in a dark room. Um, and they wait. And they wait. And they let the little bit of light that is there be the guide. They don't use all of the light, because that would destroy the shit. They use a little bit of light as their guide as the photo develops. And that's how you truthfully truthfully solve problems in today's society we're so pressed to let our voices be heard but it's not about them actually being heard it's about our voices being seen we want to be seen as respected we want to be seen as important we want to be seen as loved but the truth is sometimes you have to dive deep in sometimes you have to say okay let's start with me what am I doing? And I made a full-on commitment to fixing me. So you do that in the dark. Those are things that you can't talk to people about. You can't always tell them about your diet plans, right? Because then people are clocking you. See, that's too much light in the room, and that will destroy your own focus because sometimes you'll go work out when you shouldn't be working or you should be resting your body. You hurt yourself, right? Because you were talking too much, brought too much to the light. Then there's other times where... We're out even for the sake of protesting against Trump. We're out there and we're screaming. We're setting things on fire because we want to be seen. If we really want to be heard, we got to come down and develop stuff in our own communities. We got to make a plan to develop our own banks. We should see more groups out at our church saying, hey, we just want to meet up. Let's just meet and talk. There's got to be more places for you to sit amongst your either sit by yourself or amongst other people who are looking inwardly too and say, okay, what can we do? That doesn't mean that we have to project to the light. What can we do? What can we grow? What can we develop in secret? And by the time it blossoms, by the time, by the time people think that it's growing when it's already grown, like Beyonce, this baby probably already walking around. Got a whole album out. But while people are thinking that it's developing, it's already too late. See, that's the problem. If you want to be seen, then people will see you coming. If you truthfully want to be heard, you got to talk to yourself first. You got to hear yourself first. A lot of times in life, we push things aside in order for society to hit a like button. On our thoughts where we're scared of being left out of the conversation so we so we do things so society gives us the thumbs up sometimes you got to give yourself that thumbs up and you got to commit six eight nine ten months a year two years three years sometimes you got to fully commit to you so today with black history month uh uh you know here i challenge you to do something for you so that brings us to today's uh, Black History Spotlight. Um, so today's Black History Spotlight goes to Claudette Colvin. 
Claudette Colvin was an African-American woman born September 5th of 1939. Um, she actually, on March 2nd of 1955, which was a full nine months before Rosa Parks' famous arrest, she was actually the first person, at least known, to defy bus segregation in Montgomery. Uh, she was 15 years old at the time, and she was beaten and dragged to the police station there where she was booked as an adult. This actually sparked the uh, movement in Montgomery um, towards this the idea of even boycotting the, the buses. This was one of the big turning points. Um, it was something that she did for her. Because she was 15, she wasn't necessarily thinking about the movement. She was just thinking about the fact that she believed that she herself was good enough to sit where she wanted to sit. This is someone who her acts weren't really brought to light often, but still was a spark for the future. Once again, you know, doing things for yourself, not necessarily just because other people are going to give you a like button. Um, so... I wanted to begin the month off with her because she's probably often forgotten and no one ever talks about her. Um, but I also wanted to go into uh, our great tape of the week. Um, so this uh, great tape of the week uh, goes to... That was a horrible drum roll. I don't even... That was trash. I should delete that. Okay, I don't... I probably won't. Um, this week goes to a guy by the name of Sir. So I have been hip to Sir for like a good year, right? But uh, I just thought he was one of these random uh, like dudes who do mixtapes on um, SoundCloud or whatever. I didn't think he was actually serious about his craft. And now, like, I don't know why I didn't think he was that serious about his craft. But I, I, I just didn't. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I didn't. Um, so anyway, he has a, a mixtape called uh, Her. Dope, dope, dope mixtape. So I want to give you guys uh, a record called uh, Cadillac Dreams uh, featuring uh, Big Crit. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to give you Cadillac Dreams. I'm going to give you Go There. Uh, go There. I'm going to give you Go There uh, from Sir off of his uh, mixtape, Her. So check it out. That was Sir with her. And, you know, obviously, I never keep you too long. So, uh, a few things uh, tomorrow. I mean, sorry, tomorrow. Next week. Next week. Next week makes it a year. So, uh, I have hopefully a great episode for you guys. Uh, and the gang should be back next week. But remember, it's never too late to be great. And we out. <laughs>